Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional on iron sharpens iron. Trust we are good. And um, today we continue with our reading from the book of Hebrews. We'll read chapter 9 from the contemporary English version. I read. The first promise included rules for worship and a tent for worship here on earth. The first part of the tent was called the holy place and a lampstand, a table, and, and the sacred loaves of bread were kept there. Behind the curtain was the most holy place. The gold altar for burning incense was in this holy place. The gold-covered sacred chairs was also there, and inside it were three things. First, there was a gold jar filled with manna. Then there was Aaron's walking stick that sprouted. Finally, there were the flatstone with the Ten Commandments written on them. On top, of, on top of the chairs were the glorious creatures with wings, open out above the place of mercy. Now isn't the time to go into details about these things. But this is how everything was when the priests went each day into the first place of the tent to do their duties. However, only the high priest could go into the second part of the tent, and he went in only once a year. Each time he carried blood to offer for his sins and for, the, for any sins that people had committed without meaning to. All of this is the Holy Spirit's way of saying no one could enter the most holy place while the tent was still the place of worship. This also has a meaning for today. It shows we cannot make our consciences clear by offering gifts and sacrifices. These rules are merely about such things as eating and drinking and ceremonies for washing ourselves. And rules about physical things will last only until the time comes to change them for something better. 11. Christ came as the high priest of the good things that are now here. He also went into a much better tent that wasn't made by humans and that doesn't belong to this world. Then Christ went once for all into the most holy place and freed us from sin forever. He did this by offering his own blood instead of the blood of goats and bulls. 13. According to the law of Moses, those people who become unclean are not fit to worship God. Yet they, yet they will be considered clean if they are sprinkled with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a sacrificed calf. 
But Christ was sinless, and he offered himself as an eternal and spiritual sacrifice to God. This is why his blood is much more powerful and makes our consciences clear. Now we can serve the living God and no longer do things that lead to sin or death. To lead to death, rather. 15. Christ died to rescue those who had sinned and broken the old agreement. Now he brings his chosen ones a new agreement with its guarantee of God's eternal blessings. In fact, making an agreement of this kind is like writing a will. This is because the one who makes the will must die before it is of any use. In other words, a will doesn't go into effect as long as the one who made it is still alive. Mm. Blood was also used to put the first agreement into effect. 19. Moses told the people all the law said they must do. Then he used red wool and a Ipsos plant to sprinkle the people and the book of the law with the blood of bulls and goats and with water. He told the people, with this blood, God makes his agreement with you. Moses also sprinkled blood on the tent and on everything else used in worship. 22. The law says that almost everything must be sprinkled with blood and no sins can be forgiven unless blood is offered. These things are only copies of what is in heaven and so they are to be made holy by these ceremonies. But the real thing in heaven must be made only by something better. This is why Christ did not go into a tent made by, made by humans and was only a copy of the real one. Instead, he went into heaven and is now there with God to help us. 25. Christ did not have to offer himself many times. It wasn't like a high priest who goes into the most holy place each year to offer the blood of an animal. If he had offered himself every year, he would have suffered many times since the creation of the world. But instead, near the end of time, he offered himself once and for all. So it could be a sacrifice that does away with sin. 27. We die only once and then we are judged. 28. The last verse. So Christ died only once to take away the sins of many people. But when he comes again, it will not be like it will not be to take away the sins. He will come to save everyone who is waiting for him. Hallelujah. Amen. So um few highlights. I think I just want to give us like two. Um let me take us back to verse 12. You know, um, I'm just wondering here, you know, when it says Christ went once for all into the most holy place and freed us from sin forever. So he did this by sacrificing his own blood instead of goats and bulls. And, you know, let's, let's think of it for a minute. You know, let's imagine if Christ never died for us to free us from all our sins. And um, we have to go to the high priest with a goat, a bull, every time we fall into sin. I imagine, number one, how stressful that would be. And how 
how, how, how costly, you know, how much that would cost us. If after I fall into sin today, I'm like, okay, I really need to look for a right priest to, to do this sacrifice, uh, you know, to cleanse me and sprinkle the blood of this goat, you know. Isn't God so amazing to, to, to give us, you know, his only begotten son? And Christ didn't just die for our sins of the now of, of, of the past. He died to free us from our sin forever. Forever. And I know sometimes when we fall into sin, we are ashamed to go back to God. No, we shouldn't. Because Christ already freed us from our sin forever. He has paid it all for us. Once and for all. I remember the scripture that says, I don't know if we are all familiar with it. For now, now therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. And you know why is that? Because of our freedom. Because God, Christ has already paid that, the price for us. By offering his own blood. For our sins forever. So whenever the enemies or the devil tries to remind you of your sins, people of God. This is what you have to say. Christ paid it all and i am freed from my sin forever therefore there is no condemnation for me for i am in christ jesus let that be our watchword and in verse 20 the last verse 28 you know it says that when we when uh, christ died once to take away our sins right and this last part, he said, it will come to save everyone who is waiting for him. So when we are in a season of waiting, let us know that we are not alone. We are not alone. Christ is with us. He will always come to grab us out of that storm, out of that chaos, out of that situation. He will always come for us. And I pray the Lord will interpret his word clearly to us in the name of Jesus. More clarity I pray for us in Jesus' name. And I will see you by God's grace uh, on Monday. Have a beautiful Friday and enjoy your weekend. Bye, people. Stay blessed.